Hi folks, Chris Foss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate it, guys. Be sure to go to the show and uh, leave a review if you would. Give us some high marks if you like the show so that we can uh, share it more and all that good stuff. Certainly appreciate you guys tuning in today. Uh, what do we have on the agenda? Yesterday we got uh, doing the first impressions sort of review of the new AT&T Google Pixel 4 XL. Google Pixel 4 XL. I always say like I'm saying XL too many times because it's Pixel and then 4 XL, which is the uh, larger version of the Pixel 4. Uh, so we got a chance to play with it some more today. If you get a chance, go back and listen to that review. Uh, kind of my first impressions and rundown of the stats, what the phone is about, all that good stuff where you can get it at AT&T.com. Thanks to them for uh, always keeping the Chris Foss Show in the groove over the last 10 years. Uh, and uh, I got to tell you, I use the phone a lot today. Uh, I used it into last night. Uh, and started kind of using it as my main phone and kind of you know, just really immersing myself in the phone. I got to tell you, I'm really impressed so far. I really like it. It's fast. It's speedy. The gesture control where you can unlock the phone just by looking at the phone, uh, it even knows that you're going to probably want to unlock it or do something with it if you kind of shake it a little bit. Being able to squeeze the bottom of it for some gesture control is interesting. Uh, we did some photographing uh, last night. We'll do some more of the night uh, version, the night shooting. The night shooting is pretty bloody amazing holy crap you can shoot it and it literally lights up the world like it's almost daylight it's crazy and it looks good still it's it's got uh, really good sharp features uh one thing i played with today that was kind of interesting on is i played with the uh, portrait uh uh camera and what the portrait camera does it creates a bokeh effect if you would in portrait mode if you've ever seen really nice portrait photography they have you know a nice sharp image of someone really up close and they have a beautiful boat what they call a bokeh behind them which is kind of this creamy sort of background that gets basically like blown out you just can't see what the background is you can kind of tell well, you know, like, oh, you're outside in some leaves or something, you know, whatever. Um, but you can kind of tell, but it's it's blurred. So the, the focal point kind of brings to the point of whoever's in the portrait. So I got playing with that today. That looks really good. I played with that with my dog. Uh, I got some really good bokeh from it. Uh, I didn't kind of find it up to the quality of a DSLR. I, like, I've gotten really good bokeh with Canon lenses, the 135 millimeter uh, the 70 to 200 millimeter, but I mean, you're spending upwards of five to $6,000 for those cameras and lenses. Um, if not more, depending upon what sort of camera you buy, but, uh, uh, still, I mean, for a camera that is in a phone, yeah, it does a pretty good job. I was really impressed with it. Uh, the night, uh, shooting is really great. It's, it's just really interesting because the phone's got, you know, these little cameras built into the back, which is kind of interesting. You're kind of like, whoa. Um, so, uh, so far I really love the phone. I haven't found anything that I dislike about it so far, which is kind of weird. Uh, I love everything about it. I love that it's a Google product. I'm a big Google person. I always like to have Google now and all my stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, and uh, so go to att.com, check it out. The new Pixel Four and Pixel Four XL. I'm loving it so far. I think I'll keep loving it. If you follow me on Facebook or Twitter, you'll see some pictures we're posting there. Really impressed with it. The speed of it's really nice. 
Um, the battery lasted a long time for me. I had some of my audience say that the battery was kind of smaller, which it's not. If you review phones like I do, um, the battery is just fine and adequate for the size of the phone and what it's doing. Uh, I think we've kind of reached a point now where the phones are getting faster and faster in processing size. They don't they can still run on the same batteries. They don't. The batteries don't have to keep getting bigger, which was kind of what was happening there for a while. So anyway, uh, let's get into some more tech news, talk about that. Be sure to check out the phones at AT&T. And, of course, you can uh, look at all the other phones like iPhone everything else at AT&T as well. Let's talk about some of the news, the tech news, Chris. Let's get into the tech news. So we've got some interesting stories. This, uh, this kind of blew my mind. I got to tell you, I gave up on Snapchat, and everybody I know, Gave up on Snapchat, and I always thought it was kind of a dying platform because Instagram is rocking it, and it seems like Facebook succeeded in stealing that uh, mantle away from them of being, you know, this short-term whatever, whatever. Uh, but they posted uh, incredible earnings uh, in their uh, quarter three. They added 7 million users, and revenue is up 50%. <laughs> Maybe I need to go back and use Snapchat a little bit. What's going on over there? Um, and, uh, yeah, they pulled it off. Seven million daily active users this quarter that it added. Uh, they hit 210 million. There's 210 million people still using Snapchat? What? Not, wait, what? Uh, that's up over 13% year over year. Uh, wow, what did I know? I guess I guess I abandoned that too soon. I said the same thing about Google Plus. I kind of left it for a while because I thought it was dead, and then I went back and thought, "Well, I should use it. Fuck, it's here." And then it died. Um, wait, if I do that, will Snap die? Here, I'm going to start using it again. Fuck it. <laughs> I hate their owner, the CEO. He's so obnoxious. Um, now I'm probably not going to get. Uh, able to log into the site. Why can't I log into the site, Chris? Uh, you said shit on the podcast about the owner. He just seems like a dick. That's all I'm saying in the nicest sort of way possible of saying someone is a total dick. Like, you ever had that jock, that person that you have in school that was just the dick, and they look like a dick. And they, lo they always look like some Hitler youth. And you just look at them, and they just had that face like a Hitler youth that you want to punch all the time, and they're just a dick. Now, I'm sure he's a nice guy, and certainly I would never condone violence against anyone, but I'm just saying, you know you know that person. that you In your mind, you'd be like, that person's a dick, and then you hang out with him and be like, well, he looks like the part, and he acts the part. Uh, so there you go. It's kind of like a, a Hollywood actor there, only in real life. Anyway, that's, uh, I guess they're notching, what, $446 million? They're up a whopping 50% year over year at a loss of 0.4 earnings per share. Okay. Uh, and it flew past the estimates. Seriously? There's that many people? I'm like really fucking blown away. Have these people never heard of Instagram? Hello, Snapchat users. <laughs> Is there some of you that... that that missed the whole Instagram. Did you know there's one? Uh, look it up. There's a, there's actually a competitor that's been eating their lunch, and it looked like for a while they were going to go out of business. But hey, uh, Snap has continued to continue cutting losses, and it edges towards profitability. Their net loss improved to 227 million. <laughs> that's okay. And can you imagine going to your wife? Hey, honey, how short are we in the bank? She's like, we're short 20, 227 million. You're like, okay, great. See you next quarter. 
um, with the loss decreasing to 98 million versus Q3 2018. Evan Spiegel, the guy I just disparaged, I'm sure he's a nice person. Maybe I don't know. He just looks like a dick. Maybe. Uh, I, I whatever, man. I don't care. He made his case and his prepared marks for why Snapchat's share price could be higher. We're a high growth business with strong operating leverage and a clear path to profitability. How many years have you guys been public? For fuck's sakes, how many years have you guys been around? Like since seems like. Back when MySpace was around, you guys were around. Anyway, I don't know. But uh, according to TechCrunch, some of this news that I'm giving you here, reading off to you, uh, yeah, they're uh, daily active users, or what people call the... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is that global? Oh, I see what it is. Yeah, okay. The growth was mostly international. It wasn't Europe. Well, it was kind of a little bit of Europe, but it was like the rest of the world. It wasn't North America. It wasn't Europe. It was the rest of the world. So I know what's going on now. It's all the Philippine scammers and porn stars and everything that flooded Google Plus that are now using it. Well, maybe I should go back. There you go. Uh, $2.3 billion. Yeah, that guy just looks like a dick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Evan. I'm sorry you just... You look like a dick, and anytime I've seen you speak, you're—it just seems like you're a dick. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I—I I probably shouldn't judge people. No, that's not true. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next thing. Enough about Snapchat, Chris. Why you gotta always be a dick about dicks? This is that's that's for the grinder podcast. We'll say that for later. By the way, there is no grinder podcast for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time. Um, that's a joke. Anyway, let's move on to something else that's kind of interesting, controversial. I had no idea this was going on. Thank God I work for myself. Jesus Christ. I never want to ever have to go look for a job for please God no. Don't stop. <laughs> anyway, this is a company called Higher View. And they've gotten written up today and uh, have the news go around off the Washington Post. Or for those of you who uh, are short of breath, WAPO. Um, the Washington Post is uh, doing a story and it's uh, higher view. What they are is they're an AI driven face and voice scanning employability assessment tool used by 100 plus employers, including Hilton and Goldman Sachs. Of course, Goldman Sachs, another company that looks like a bunch of dicks. Um, too big to fail. Um, whatever happened to Lehman Brothers? <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's an old 2008 joke. Um, anyway, uh, they have developed this face scanning algorithm that increasingly decides whether you deserve to get hired by them. Uh, and it claims their artificial intelligence decides who's best for the job. Outside experts call it profoundly disturbing. Now, I got to tell you. Okay, well, let's get into the meat of this story, according to WAPO, a little bit, and then I'll get to my story, okay? Well, we're going to walk this down the, the right pathway here, I suppose. We'll get to, we won't get ahead of ourselves. If not, Chris, don't get ahead of yourself this time. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, I guess some of these employers have been using this AI data, which is really interesting, and what they do is it uses the candidate's computer or cell phone cameras to analyze their facial movements, word choice, or speaking voice before ranking them against other applicants on automated generated employability score. Wow. 
So basically how you look and communicate is going to determine whether you get the job, not whether you're qualified or anything. <laughs> God knows we shouldn't do that. Um, you know, I got to tell you, uh, this is crazy. It's become so pervasive in industries, uh, including hospitality and finance, that universities make special efforts to train students on how to look and speak for the best results. More than 100 employees now use the system. Hilton, Unilever, Goldman Sachs, and more than a million job seekers have been analyzed. Wow. Uh, but some AI researchers, according to WAPO, argue the system is a digital snake oil uh, with an unfounded blend of superficial measurements and arbitrary number crunching that is not rooted in scientific fact. Analyzing being like this, they argue could end up penalizing non-native speakers, visibly nervous interviewees, and anybody else who doesn't fit the model for a look or speech. I've had thousands of employees across all my years in, in between managing uh, companies and between having my own companies. I got to tell you, uh, the one experience I have, and you can, I don't know, you can call it whatever bias you want, but the one thing I found is pretty people make horrible employees. <laughs> they get promoted. They get ahead. They seem to get everything handed to them. A lot of people give them a pass because they're pretty and they're good looking and you know, just people want to fuck them. That's basically what it is. Let's just get right down to the basis of the monkey of our society. Um, and they're usually horrible workers because they know that they look good and they don't have to put out. So there you go. Uh, usually they're even bad in bed because they don't have to work that hard. Um, they don't have to earn it. Uh, and that's just the way it is. Uh, in my companies, I finally reached a point where I got so much tired of the sexual harassment and the people fucking in the desks in, in the middle of the night and the different uh, hookups that were going on in my office. Uh, I told, and I, I think it was after my secretary ran off with one of the other guys in the office, and she caused most of the sexual harassment uh, complaints in the office because she was just such a overly flirty, problematic girl. Um, we, uh, I told my secretary, I says, the next person I hire, I want someone who's as butt fucking ugly as you possibly can. I want someone who really gives a shit about their job, does it well, and isn't trying to get away with being pretty and not doing their job. I want somebody who really is appreciative of their job and rock and roll. I want to jump out of my fucking shoes when I walk out, you know, when I walk in the office for the first time and see her and be like holy shit well okay and you know what my secretary did that she found this gal that could kick ass at doing her fucking job and she didn't sit around doing her nails she didn't sit around doing her makeup she kicked fucking ass and did her goddamn job i love people like that i'm the same way i'm not getting by and pretty anytime soon if you've seen me um but that's kind of the study that I found over the history of all my thing. I've seen people get promoted because they're better looking and their job skills are far less and they're really horrible managers once they get promoted. And then you're like, why did we make that decision? Uh, I'm not saying all that's always the case, but I found it to be a majority of the time. And uh, I mean, there's even studies and research you can find that people that are better looking get hired and promoted better. Than, and make more money than people that aren't. It's just one of those things. We're a very um, shallow society, and that's how we work. But I got to tell you, my best employees were never my pretty employees. My pretty employees, they always had to go home so they could go to the bar and clubs and I don't know what else the hell they asked to do. 
But uh, I don't know what pretty people do. <laughs> but my best employees were not uh, highly communicative, skilled. They weren't people. A lot of times, some of my best employees were my, um, uh, what's it called, introverts. Uh, they weren't, you know, huge communicators. They weren't huge uh, PR bullshitters, if you will. Um, you know, they didn't spew out a lot of bullshit. Hey, are you doing your job right? Oh yeah, Chris, I'm doing the best job ever I can, man. Oh yeah, 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 I'm the best. Blah 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 blah. No, man, they used to be like, hey man, you doing you doing okay there? Yeah, I'm just I'm really busy doing my work, man. Leave me alone. I'm not gonna bullshit you because I don't have time because I'm actually working over here. Uh, and I, in thinking back about all my best employees, none of them were pretty. So I'm concerned about this AI thing where it's looking at your facial, your ability to communicate, your ability to do stuff. There are people that are really good introverts and they're not good at, at skill sets of being PR people and being uh, highly communicative, but they're really good fucking workers. I mean, really good fucking workers. And that's my experience as being a CEO. Um, so you can take it or leave it. You can call me BS, whatever you want. Until you've had a few unemployees, then you can talk to me about what you think. Um, but that's been my experience uh, working for uh, a Bell company. I oversaw over 800 people. Yeah, give me ugly people every fucking time. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule. That's not always the case. There's plenty of people that work hard. But I am telling you, if you're running an AI software system that's looking at how pretty people are and how well they communicate and how well they talk and present themselves, that's a shitty fucking way to figure out who good workers are. There's a lot of good workers that uh, they're, they're not good at communicating. They're not good at bullshitting. They're good at just sitting down and doing their job. And I would go into my offices and at five o'clock, half of my good looking employees would be standing at the door, uh, punching their thing as soon as that bell hit five and running for the door, like some kind of track sprinter where they're all in the, that position of Jack of taking off. And I go into my employees and, and back offices and there would be my uh, employees who weren't pretty, who weren't highly communicative, who weren't PR agents, basically, of their own bullshit, very quiet, very internally driven, and introverts, and they do their work. And I'd ask them how they were doing, and they'd be kind of bugged that I was, you know, putting the spotlight on them, or, or sometimes, you know, I'd be like, this, these people are really good, I really like them, and they didn't like that at all. These are people that don't really seek attention, they just want to do their job, they want to do their job really well, they want to get paid, and they want to go home, and they don't want to get fired. And they know they got to compete with the pretty people, so they're, they're focusing on doing their job, and they hope that you'll recognize it for them. But they're not going to feed you a whole load of bullshit. And I love employees like that. I love people that are just good workers. They're going to do their job. They're going to give a shit about their job, and they're not busy looking in the mirror and you know doing whatever they're doing uh, with uh, other people in my office on top of the copier. So anyway, that's my wrap on that. I don't know what you think about it because everyone has a perception of what is uh, good looking and what is not. And certainly, do you really want a machine deciding if you get a job? <laughs> I mean, at least, uh, you know, when I was a kid and I had to look for a job, I could always at least hustle. Like in the job thing, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you know, I could let my personality kind of rain through. But like with this, they're just looking at your face and like how will you communicate like you're 
like you're some kind of fucking anchor who's going to be on the goddamn Channel 6 News and we got to find out if the focus group is going to fucking approve you so that people will tune in. You're, <laughs> you're, you're asking for a fucking desk job where you're going to be working in a fucking cubicle and somehow you got to be anchor man fucking com- <laughs> communicative ready. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what the fuck? You're going to be in a, a cubicle, man. What the fuck? You know, I could see if you're using this like, okay, well, this is going to be our front desk PR spokesman sort of person, but whatever, man, I'm just glad I work for other people. Um, and, uh, that's that. So let's move on to other stuff in the tech news. I hope that semi entertained you or offended you uh, either way. Hope you're mildly entertained. Uh, VentureBeat is reporting that Firefox 70 arrives with social tracking blocked by default. It's a uh, personalized privacy report that can show how many trackers have been blocked and performance gains that are built inside of it. So um, there you go. Social tracking is blocked. Um, Make it harder for your exes to stalk you. I don't know what that means. Uh, according to the Washington Post, or as we like to call it around here, because that's too long of a syllable to say, can say, WAPO. WAPO. Or for some of you, depending upon your region of pronunciation, WAPO. <laughs> I don't know. That's not funny. Anyway, uh, New York State's Attorney General says 46 attorney generals have joined its antitrust lawsuit into a uh, probe, I should say, antitrust probe, which probably would go lawsuit, let's face it, uh, into Facebook. Separate from DOJ and FTC investigations, look like Mark Zuckerberg coming up with a heat. I don't know how they're going to break that up. I mean, what do you do with Facebook? You're a monopoly. Well, there's no one else that competes with us. So you're a monopoly. Well, why is it our fucking fault? No one can get good. Um, so anyway, there's going to be that all going on. We've talked about on the show before about how politics might rule the day and everything else. According to the New York Times, Facebook as well has announced a pledge of $1 billion in a package of grants, loans, and land as part of a partnership with California to help build more affordable housing. Uh, yeah, if you've ever been to Silicon Valley, that is in buttfuck of traffic that is the most stupidest place on earth and what's even funnier some parts of san francisco you go they have the miles and miles of land which i guess are owned by colleges or some shit i don't even know but you're just like can you expand the fucking highway so that we're not parked in traffic you can literally in goddamn silicon valley walk to places faster than you can use the fucking freeways and you know what in SoCal, people are really nice. If you need to move in, people understand that you just got to let traffic flow. If you if you stop it and impede it, you have problems. Not in Silicon Valley. They're fucking assholes. They will not let you fucking in. They drive like shitheads. And you know, that's just it, man. Don't go to Silicon Valley. Serious. If you, if you hate traffic, that's like the worst place on the fucking earth to go. And I don't know why. Because they're all like up their ass, like every other car is a goddamn Tesla. They're like, I'm saving the world. Yeah, but there's 5,000 motherfuckers of you buying those goddamn things and driving them. You're still putting out so much fucking toxic shit in all the batteries that it costs to make them. God knows what happens to them when they, when they go out of service and thrown in the dump trash. It costs more to take and turn over those fucking batteries and uh, repurpose them. You know, It's like a uranium dump with those fucking batteries. Um, there's only so much shit they can do with acid, you know? Because acid doesn't really work in other stuff. Anyway, you get my point. Kind of want to, 
I'm kind of on a rant today. What's going on? According to Variety, uh, the Verizon is giving away the Verizon. No, just Verizon. It's giving away Disney Plus for free for one year to all of its wireless customers on limited data plans to FiOS and 5G internet customers. Good for them, Verizon, giving away watching movies for free on unlimited plans, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. No, hold on. No, I, I see what they're doing here. It's a uh, eligible for a 12-month free offer. After that, they'll start charging you. Tricky. I see what you did there. I see what you did there, Ryzen. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what else do we have up on the thing? Uh, ZDNet, former SAP CEO, Bill McDermott. <laughs> wow. Killed that one. Bill <laughs> McDermott has been named chief executive of cloud automation platform ServiceNow. He replaces John Donahue, who will become CEO of Nike. Wow. I'm doing, I'm in the wrong business, clearly. Uh, and CNBC is reporting in prepare marks for Congress. Mark Zuckerberg argues Libra, you know, the cryptocurrency coin they're, they're uh, trying to pitch, but now everyone's leaving PayPal left and a whole mess of other people left, will extend America's financial leadership and that China is pursuing similar product projects. Well, there's that. What are you going to do with it? Uh, according to The Verge, U.S. lawmakers debut a bipartisan bill that would force tech giants to make user data portable and interoperable via an API-like interface for secure transfers. That's kind of weird. I don't know how they're going to do that, man. You're talking about billions of users and make their user data portable for everyone? That doesn't even seem profitable, let alone a, a solid business model. I love how a bunch of old guys who probably um, don't even know how to tweet or use a phone, they have like assistants. Hey, can you put that on the Twitter for me? They're like, my mom, yeah, put something on the Twitter. The Twitter. Did you just read my thing on the Twitter? It's not It's not the Twitter, mom, it's Twitter. Actually, she's really good at at, uh, at technology. She's really good. She, she, sometimes she's smarter than me at technology, but you know what I mean. It was funny in the early days. She'd be like, I'm on the Twitter. Um, sometimes in the morning after coffee, I'm on the, sh anyway, uh, you get the point. Uh, according to vice, the FTC issues its first ever ban on stalkerware as it bars retina X from selling an app that monitors mobile devices unless a legitimate use for them is shown. Well, jealous husbands everywhere and wives now have nothing to go on except for those GPS trackers you can attach below the person's car. Not that I'm condoning that behavior in any way. Ah, uh, this is kind of interesting. TechCrunch Medium says it will now pay its partner program writers primarily on reading time, not collapse. The platform has paid $6 million to 30,000 writers since 2010. Holy shit, how much is that? $30,000 or hold on. $6 million divided by $30,000? Shit, where have I been? Oh, my God. Uh, this is probably death knell for those poor people. Watch for your checks to go down. Uh, I was part of the YouTube partner program. I still am. And uh, we used to get paid uh, per views. And then they came up with this bullshit program where it was called, uh, you get paid by how long you keep people on the system and how well they keep watching videos, even if they watch other people's videos. So this is doing a partner program uh, primarily on reading time, not collapse. 
Uh, so, yeah, that's going to go down. Have fun with that, guys. This is what happens. You contribute to these places. You build them up. They make a bunch of money, and then they go, you know, we don't really want to pay you anymore because we're huge, and we don't need you anymore. It's kind of like your first two ex-wives, <laughs> or maybe it's your first two ex-husbands. I don't know. Whoever got the better end of that deal. Uh, the Verge, browser-based UI design and prototyping tool Figma, gives user public profiles to share design files and works in progress as part of a community platform. It's like GitHub for developers. Figma, the browser-based UI design and prototyping tool, is giving users public profiles to share designs and works in the progress. Um, that might be interesting. If you're a developer, you might check that out. Engadget's reporting task management app Todoist is going to get a major update to its mobile, desktop, and web apps, um, adding sections to side projects for better organization and more. I used to do this for a while. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, you know, my biggest problem is I'm really lazy and I hate doing tasks, so I don't make any tasks and therefore nothing gets done. So there's that. It's a miracle this podcast goes off every day. If it does go off every day, what were you doing last weekend, Chris? Nothing. Anyway, uh, Android Central, the Pixel 4, this is what we start off with, and Pixel 4 XL support fast wireless charging on any quiet charger, unlike the Pixel 3, which needed Google's own Pixel stand for fast charging. Yay, Google, I like that. Don't do that proprietary crap. That's an Apple move. Uh, you should do uh, what you're doing. Kai chargers, everyone has one these days, or at least I do. There's like 50 of them running around the office and everything else. And so then you can uh, then you can uh, do that. So anyway, um, the um, interesting thing here is it's an interesting world, and it's coming at you fast. Watch for our next segments on Product Hunt. We'll review some of the top different uh, things that we liked on Product Hunt that's kind of rude the day and all that good stuff. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe to us on youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss, hit that bell notification button, go to Spreaker, uh, Spotify, Google play, iTunes, and subscribe to the show and watch for more news daily. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.